Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I believe the children are future. <laughs> Treat them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. <laughs> Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadows. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I live as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all is happening to me. Love of all. It was inside of her daughter, Bobby Christina. <laughs> R.I.P. 2015. That goes out to you. It does go out to you. Bobby. I wanted to sing the entire song, but I decided <laughs> against it. I thought it was going to be too long. You have a nice voice, Jack. Shut up. It wasn't for me. It was for her. <laughs> it was for Whitney. It was for her. We can bring back the second half in the end. And apparently, she was listening to Whitney's music as she passed. Oh my god! Oh my god! How so, sad! This is a pretty. It's a sad little ordeal that the uh, Brown family has gone through. Yes, Bobby Christina, if you didn't know, uh, has officially passed away after six months oh in the hospital. Should have let her go. Should have let her We're go. Not, can't thought, do it anymore. I thought she was getting not better. Anymore. Never could do it. She was getting better briefly, and then she got a whole lot worse. They moved her to hospice uh, just about a week ago. Uh, and took her off of the medication that was keeping her alive, and she eventually passed away. They have done an autopsy because, as we all know, there were some mysterious bruises found on her because they said that she was underwater for at least five minutes before she was found unresponsive. They said there were some mysterious bruises on her. They have done an autopsy. Turns out, no foul play. I don't believe it. Yeah, how you gonna- I will never believe it. Not even the bruises, but I feel like it's got to be something. How are you going to do an autopsy on somebody when they were actually when they actually hurt themselves six months earlier? You're not going to find the same. It's going to be a whole different set of problems. Whole different ball game, baby. Well, that could be why they kept her alive for so long. Interesting. Now are they? But now, so is her boyfriend just fucking off the hook? Yeah. 
for the most part. Boyfriend unless, brother, right? Boyfriend brother. Yeah, boyfriend brother. Yeah, yeah. If they decide that there is foul play involved, then he's definitely at the top of the suspect list. Well, God damn. He's both a brother and a boyfriend. He should be at doubly on the list. 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. It's so, like, like, usually celebrity news, like, I'm like, ah. Uh. I mean, not deaths, obviously. I always take a minute to be like, oh, sad. But with Bobby Christina, I kept, like, I kept being like, this is so fucking tragic. This is awful. And, like, from what Whitney came from to where she was, she probably just wanted so much better for her only goddamn child. Drugs! Yeah. Drugs! Yeah. I mean, Whitney wasn't really doing a whole not lot. Not in the end. Not yeah. in the, especially, I mean, not for most of Bobby Christina's life, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, she was having her own fucking issues, but at least she was able to bring a daughter into this world in a much better place than she was Absolutely. when she was brought into this world. Yeah. She had a much better, you know, li- at least she had family outside of Whitney. And Whitney, yeah, Whitney tried her fucking damnedest. Like, I definitely don't hold I anything against her. I mean, bitch had problems. What yeah. is her story? Where did, is she from... Was is she from Houston? No. No, I know she's a preacher's daughter because of the movie Preacher's Daughter. <laughs> uh, but she was a preacher's daughter. But I know that uh, I watched some kind of, I remember watching some sort of VH1 behind the music or something with her. And that she started singing in church. Mm-hmm. And that it was just one of those things where people like her voice, the gift from God, she needs to do something with that voice. And she got found. It, it was like a, it's like a story out of a fairy tale. Yeah. The, like what she came from and what she became to be because of her gift from God. And she fucking threw it all away. Well, because of love. Pressure. We don't, but a lot of celebrities get all fucked up on drugs and end up killing themselves. And it doesn't make them, I don't know. She had a gift from God. Yeah. I don't even believe in God. I, I think that he came alive for that one fucking thing, gave it to her. <laughs> Except Bobby Brown, man. Yeah. Bad news. Right. Well, right. Bobby, Whitney Houston did have a bit of a leg up. Her uh, first cousin was uh, Dionne Warwick, uh, and her godmother was Darlene Love. Which Darlene Love was in the shitter for a long time, which we yeah. all know. We watched 20 Feet from Stardom. Probably around the time when Whitney was being raised, too. Probably. but she And her honorary aunt was Aretha Franklin. Hey. She met her around the age of eight or nine when her mom took her to a recording studio. Nice. So Whitney Houston did have... Some connection, but Sissy also was was a bit of a. She was a stage mom. She pushed her fucking hard as shit. Ooh, yeah. she toured nightclubs. Yikes! Whitney Houston toured nightclubs as where her kid? sister was performing. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, about age fourteen, she started doing it. Ooh, she sang backup vocals on "I'm Every Woman." Ooh, hey, fuck. I knew oh I loved God. that song. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I loved it. But you know, Bobby Christina really did nothing with her life. Yeah. Did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well, she, well how, what have we done when we were 22? I mean, nothing, but I, she Station probably Station manager was... of a college radio station? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, this guy. I wouldn't have been surprised, honestly, by the age of 22 if I was found dead in a fucking right. bathtub. I just happen, happened to live past it. Honestly, if it was going to happen, it would have happened when it I was 22. Happened, you know? Yeah, a thousand so, percent. Yeah. I'm not, you know, it's just a sad thing. It's so sad. It's sad for it's sad. what happened to Whitney was sad. What happened to Bobby is sad. It is still weird that it happened a year, almost to the day after Whitney's death, and I think that that is weird. Three years. God, was it three years? Jesus, yeah. man, we're old. 
Yeah. Three years. We got things. old. Yeah. yeah. How long have we been doing this podcast? <laughs> 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 three years. Yeah, I think we've been doing it about that. I mean, this is episode 129. No. Oh, no. Yeah, so at least two and a half. Holy shit. Wow. Well, time does go by, Bobby. <laughs> we understand. I still believe in you and your spirit's going to go happy to heaven. Yeah. And you're going to go and you're going to sing with your mama up in heaven. I love that song so fucking much. I love that song. Have you been listening to more Whitney? You said, Molly, Neffel, that you were going to listen to more Whitney. I did, and I meant it. Uh, I think my problem is that I just listen to the same Whitney over and over. That's fine. Instead of branching out. But yeah, I listen to some Whitney. I had to sing um, that, The Greatest Love of All, at, uh, I think I, I must have been eight, at one of my brownie um, ceremonies for Girl Scouts. Really? Yes. By yourself? Yeah, and I Why really didn't that? want to. Were you to. trying to earn a merit badge? No, I was just forced to do it. <laughs> and I didn't want to do it. Because this really idiot bitch, her name was Paloma, wanted to do it. And I was like, no way. Paloma's going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it. And then the second I said that, I was like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> And thus set a pattern for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show that bitch. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to show her. Never mind. She can go be a fucking idiot. She can go be bad at it. I don't want to do it. Paloma. Well, now the next big question that is on the lips of at least the Brown family. We're starting to get some rumblings already. Who gets the money? God. Those fuckers. Oh. What are they, the Jacksons? My God, <laughs> who gets the money? Because Bobby Christina was the sole beneficiary of Whitney Houston's Which estate. also, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Brother, boyfriend obviously had a stake in that. Oh, brother, boyfriend wasn't getting any of it, huh? Mm-hmm. Fucking big Bobby probably has a stake yeah, in it. Bobby's he- got a stake in it. Sissy's got a stake in it. Patty's got a stake in it. Pat Houston. Yeah. everyone. There's a whole lot of people have got a stake in a lot. Of money here. But Ugh. I bet Bobby Christina didn't have a will. No, of course not. What? Because yeah. she's so young. Yeah. But the, I don't know, man. The second I get that much money or have anything yeah. in my possession, yeah. I'm bright and fuck a will. Yeah. Right now, I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing but debt, so I don't yeah. need to leave it to anybody. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I figure someone will just take my stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like in um, like Muppet Christmas, Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I want these stripes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what am I going to do? It's like, oh, yes, to my friend and roommate, Colin Morse, I bequeath my almost dead PlayStation 3 <laughs> and all of the games contained therein. I want all the clay figures. <laughs> yeah, you can have all the clay figures. Okay, can you I, write that I be- down? I g- <laughs> I'll take a couple of your T-shirts. All right. Cool. You can have some of my T-shirts. You just you get first pick. Great. How's about that? Yeah. I love it. You yeah, gotta yeah. write it down, though. Yeah, and I got a sick-ass guitar back home. I'll give that to Doug. All right, give that to Doug. Yeah, he can have my Fender. Oh, I love that. He will love it. It's a Stratocaster. It's not quite his style, but he'll still like it. Well, I hope you don't die, but still, Doug would really like that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really nice of you for Doug just, to have. Yeah. yeah, well, it's all a matter of public record now, ain't it? Hell yeah. Does this count? Yeah. Is this a will? We're going to go ahead and say it is. All right, I like it. <laughs> Can you still send, is it like a copyright? Can you write down a will and like send it to yourself in the mail? 
No. You might need a notary. Yeah, you need to, it needs to be notarized. Interesting. Yeah. But can you send it to yourself but in the mail? You can. It's and not going to do anything. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> doesn't do anything. But once you get it notarized, then it's fine. You can get it notarized at a lot of different places in Greenpoint if you speak Polish. Yeah, the laundromat. Which I do. The laundromat <laughs> probably has a notary. They're all over the place. They're all Polish. The barbershop has it, yeah. one. Yeah. Actually, I think the barbershop here on the block where we record. Also a notary republic or yeah. a notary public, yeah. Yeah. So do you have to like know a guy that's a notary? Like it- I know I am I live with a guy who's a notary. Interesting. But I don't think is you're it one, one is it Manface the Cat? <laughs> it's Manface the Cat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took the course and he renews it. Good for yeah. him, man. Yeah. I mean he looks like a man, so yeah. they gave him they gave him the certificate. <laughs> yeah, I think that you're not allowed I think yeah, there's a lot of hilarious formal rules to being a notary because it's such a silly little thing, but it means a lot. But you have like there is you have to take you have to renew your stamp. I think you are not allowed to solicit uh, people. You might be allowed to charge them like up to three dollars. That's it. it? Or yeah. a racket. Yeah, it's a I weird. I say fifty bucks a stamp. <laughs> Who can become a notary? Why become a notary? People who wish to serve their community by adding trust and integrity to legal and other business documents should become a notary. Notaries play the vital and often overlooked role of properly identifying signers and preventing forgeries. I just can't believe that something like that still exists in this day and age. It's deeply old-fashioned, which is what, what I like about it. Yeah, you can be a notary from the age of 18. Yeah, you just have to take a course and then, like, maintain it. It's, like, actually, like, not the easiest. You actually have to go through some shit. But then you can... It's like being able to marry somebody. It's yeah, like anybody right. can do it if you want to put up the garbage to do it. I think yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, My mom was a notary. Yeah. I think my dad was a notary. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I never, I never, I don't think I've ever had to notarize anything. Yeah, I, I feel like... I've had to notarize, when I first moved to New York, I had to notarize something, and I didn't realize that they're lurking in every corner, and I was like, what? This is the hardest they're thing I've ever had to do. They're lurking in every corner. Yeah, now I realize everybody is a notary. Just like Bobby Christina's ghost. Yeah, she's here. Oh my God, where's all the money going to go? Oh man, it could. I'm going to guess, if I, were, uh, if I were to say, I'm going to guess Sissy. Sissy, I bet yeah. it's Sissy. That's her mother, Whitney's mother. Whitney's mother, yeah. What, so what's the story with brother, boyfriend? He's he's. Whitney's adopted son? No, it's just somebody that she considered her "quote unquote" big brother. Oh. Yeah, that shit like that, like Whitney and Bobby, I think, kind of half raised. Yeah, that like, like kind of took under their wing. That was like like the kind of guy that's around all the time. But like, I think that oh. this happened when Bobby Christina was fairly young. So oh. I mean, it, it, he was a brother figure, and then they started fucking. Okay, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. It's yeah. not. I mean, it doesn't I, matter if it's not in your if he's not in your family. The only time it's okay is in clueless. Exactly, but also it's like or the pining for someone in that re- situation, you know. But they weren't even around each other forever. She was a teenager. Yeah, I just rewatched clueless. She was a teenager when Paul Rudd came into her life. Yeah, so it's fine. So I feel like that's even fine. Right. She but wasn't a little child. No, Bobby Christina was young Yeah, when this fucker came around. Okay, I thought that he was officially a part of the family. I need to rewatch Clueless because it's its 20th anniversary. Yeah, I just watched it on Netflix, but um, it's weird. It's weird that all those disgusting, awful fashions came back. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. They all came back. Yeah, they all came back, dude. I watched a Space Hog video yesterday. Is that why you've been talking about Space Hog a lot lately? (laughs) I only know the song in the meantime. That's the only song I know either. Oh, that's it? It's the only song you need to know. I mean, it's a great song. I've been listening. 
Yeah, I've been listening to that song a lot. You know the song, Molly. It's in a lot of commercials. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very catchy. It's very fun. But I was watching the video for In the Meantime yesterday, and I swear it could have been made yesterday. Like, because it's at a fashion show where they're playing at the fashion show and everyone's so bored and not paying attention, and they're all fashion people. Swear to God, it could have been made yesterday. All the shit. That movie, that video was made in 1994. Clueless was made in 1995. It's a 20-year cycle we're on here, people. 20-year cycle. Yeah, it's true. Also, I feel like if I watch Clueless, I'm going to, speaking of sads, get all sad for Brittany Murphy because she was great. That's right. I don't know. It was deeply overshadowed by how fucking hot Paul Rudd was in that movie. Yes, and and let us recognize Clueless as the movie that fucking catapulted Paul Rudd into the into the stratosphere. I see that version of Paul Rudd as completely separate from anything afterwards because he was such a god to me in that movie <laughs> when I first saw it. I was like, yeah. that's the man I want to marry. Yeah, um, and now he's just you know, ugh, old. <laughs> he's just the Ant Man. Man, I did Ew, see Ant Man. I can't believe you saw that movie, Molly. I'm I disappointed. I in only you. see bad movies. You know this. I see like two bad movies a year. That's all I do. Uh, Ant Man was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, but I hear that it's good. It was good. But enough. Good enough. It's good a enough. whole movie about a man and he's tiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't watch it. You don't need to. That's literally all I know about it. What, what do you have against tiny men? I just don't want a tiny superhero. That's Paul. Rudd. Why? I'd rather watch the what's it? The Michael J. Fox one. Michael J. Fox. Back to the Future. No, <laughs> we talked about it last time. Mouse. Car. Oh, Stuart Little. Stuart Little. <laughs> I'd rather fucking watch Stuart Little or God forgive me, Thumbelina, <laughs> than watch Ant Man. And I fucking I, hate ha, Thumbelina. Would, would you take Indian in the cupboard? I love Indian in the yeah, Cupboard. Yeah, I like that. I still, I think I joke about Indian in the Cupboard at least once a week. <laughs> and I, because I've always pretended randomly, it's one of those weird inside jokes in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I r- randomly pretend like I got an idea from the Indian in the Cupboard, even though I, I, don't, I just, <laughs> I say it a lot. Just like a little creepy guy. He's just watching me. He's like, hey, maybe you should sear the sh- salmon instead of bake it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I should sear the salmon instead of bake it. And Doug's like, the salmon is delicious. How did you get this idea? It's the Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> he fucking crawls out of his fucking cupboard at night and he gets in my bed and he crawls up my big fat vagina and he goes, oh, is this the button? Wait, do the voice. Is this the button? Say that. Is this the button? <laughs> and I go, yes. <laughs> yes, you little man. <laughs> you have to use both hands and still not big enough. Act like you're rowing a boat. <laughs> Ew. What is that? Rowing oh, a boat on my clit? Yeah, just like kind of going oh, for it. Oh, a kneading motion? Yeah, kneading it. Treat it like you. Oh, like, like you're I'm, making biscuits. Like I'm de- <laughs> Ooh, make biscuits on me. I feel like the Indian in the cupboard might not hold up now that I'm thinking on it. Oh, no. No way the Indian in the cupboard holds up. I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid. I just like the idea of having a magical Indian in a cupboard. Yeah. Oh, that kid looks like a twerp. He, I hate his face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got twerp face. Wait, remind me of his face? I remember the- Oh, the, and his, he's got bad the hair. and the video, I mean the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kid's too old to even be the protagonist of that movie, too. You're supposed to be like eight when you read that book. That boy's like 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Can't have that. Yeah, but he he tried to have like the phantasmism 
of the kid from Neverending Story, and he never had it. Yeah, nobody can do that. No, not at all. That kid's just got twerp face, and I don't <laughs> think he did. And let me see if he did anything else, because I doubt he did. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say he didn't. I've what do you guys think? Did he, did, he do any, did he do anything else? Do y'all think he did anything else? I Definitely feel like maybe not. he did some weird, like, late 90s teen movie that he was in a small part in. Or another, like, Air Bud 4 or something, you know? He was in Marvin's Room. Oh. The one with retarded Leo? Was? No. That, uh, yeah, that was that one. Well, there was a, there was a What's Eating Gilbert Gray. Wait, was he retarded in two movies? He had leukemia. Same. No, 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 no. <laughs> no way. Did I was think Meryl, Meryl Streep? I think Meryl Streep had leukemia. It's a leukemia patient attempts to end a twenty-year feud with her sister to get her bone marrow. Yeah, I never saw that movie, but I remember every I time saw I saw that either. every time I saw the cover it of it in Blockbuster, I was like, that movie looks sad, mm-hmm. and I never watched it. Why don't I, I? I made a point of watching everything Leonardo DiCaprio had ever been in, but I don't think I've seen. Wait, is, isn't that where the Sean Colvin song came from? Which one? Marvin's room. <laughs> oh, I'm in no, Marvin's is it, is it, room. I don't want to wait. No, no, that's Dawson's Creek. No, what is the Sean Colvin song? I, I, the name you're saying means nothing to me. Doesn't no. I don't think it's in Marvin's room. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see on the Marvin's room soundtrack is just a track listing of the score. Jackie's going rogue, looking it up on her own phone. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got to go rogue. Uh, you're going rogue right now. Sunny came home is the song. Sunny came home. Sunny came home with a list of names. Gonna believe. <laughs> but it's in some really sad movie. <laughs> oh, apparently, she strained her voice while singing the song. Hmm. Small repairs she's in. Who's Sean Colvin? She's a lady. Colvin, yeah. Colvin. I have With, no... She said days go by and late night. Yep, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that, hey, that I it. hate that fucking song. <laughs> that did it. So that fucking did it. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what song <laughs> you were talking about until just now. That did it. It was in an episode of The L Word. That's it, really? I yeah. don't know why I thought it was from something. I mean, she had a song in As Good As It Gets, but it wasn't that one. Ugh, that was a bad movie. Yeah, flop. All right, well, I was wrong, but that's a really good song. It was also, it was in an episode of The Sopranos Ugh. and in an episode what? of Daria. That makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes that sense. That is the mm-hmm. time period for that to happen. I yes. wonder why it was in The Sopranos. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Maybe it was like in uh, What's Her Face's new Room, the uh, idiot daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated her. That's Meadow. Kinda, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Had to have been an idiot daughter thing. I, sh- I still haven't seen The Sopranos, but I'm going to take it on as a as a thing that I watch. Although I just started Bloodlines, and I'm loving it. I love Bloodlines. I think I would like to redo The Sopranos. I gotta stop talking about Sex in the City because even <gasps> though every time I keep worrying that I'm a Charlotte, I keep worrying I'm a Charlotte, but I think maybe I'm a Carrie. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> to be fair, everybody thinks they're a Carrie. I'm so scared of being a Charlotte. There's nothing wrong with being a Charlotte. Oh my God, there's everything what wrong with being a Charlotte. What season are you up to? 
I'm still in the second season. I haven't okay, gotten further great. than what we talked about. I'm so glad you're watching Sex in the City. Seriously, I'll come over to your house and watch it with you. Maybe we can shoot hoops we can and watch shoot hoops Sex and the then City. watch Sex in the City. It'll be the best day ever. Yeah. Biggest <laughs> lesbian day of all time. <laughs> Boy, you two ladies with your short hair shooting hoops, watching Sex in the City. We are two partnered women, though. We both we got- are partnered. Women. <laughs> we are partnered. Women. Thank you very much. But uh, with men, but, but uh, we love our hoops. We love our hoops, <laughs> and we love our girl and shows. I've got to teach you. There's nothing. You got to embrace your inner Charlotte girl. I really want to rewatch um, the Broken Hearts Club. It is a very, very homosexual centric movie that is just put on HBO Go. Have either one of you seen it? No. No. I'm, I'm not surprised that Marcus hasn't, but Molly, I was hoping that maybe you had. Um, it no, no, is, I've been in my own homosexual-centric show. been watching Six Feet Under again lately. so I'm, I have I, never done Six Feet Under. You might like Actually, I think you'd love I'm it. I'm sure I'd love it. Everyone's told me I've ever Marcus, I'd I'd I think it. you mean to say, I think you might like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might like it. Let's boot scoot. Uh-oh. No, it's very dramatic. Everyone's upset all the time. You know I love that. <laughs> Uh, and it's yeah, it's good. You'll like you'll I like it. Did yeah. just kill off BoJack Horseman, and I do have to fucking say again, it is one of the best. Cart- I'm not a huge cartoon person. Mm-hmm. It is, it's different. It's I think shattering. I think it provides something I've never really seen. As someone, I don't really watch cartoons very often. I fucking love it. The voice work in it is amazing. It is a sad show. Will Arnett is amazing in it. Everything about it. I've Please heard, watch it. I haven't seen it, but it I've heard such good things. It has to be picked up for things. a third season because if it doesn't, I'm going to die. I've it, heard such good things. Former uh, Cave Comedy Radio uh, personality Lisa Hanawalt that was on Baby Geniuses, she's the designer for BoJack Horseman. She designed the entire thing. Cool. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's. It, it, I mean, it's people. it's like people mixed with animals and also just... There are half of the episodes after you watch it, and you're just like, man, oh, oh. <laughs> it is not a, it's not a, a comedy. No, it's just. I mean, sometimes it, there are definitely laugh out loud moments, but it is expertly written. It is so fucking smart. And there are ha- like times when like just throw away joke, throw away joke. Things are happening in the background. Things are constant. It is jokes all over the place, but they're so small. And I just rewatched, I finished the second season, rewatched the first season. It's brilliant. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta start it. It's on Netflix, right? Yes. Alright, I'm gonna start that. Bloodlines and Bojack Horseman. Yes. Mm. Both are sad. Okay, that's alright. Oh man, Marcus, what? what? Well, I mean, I know. I mean, I know. I'm never gonna watch the show. I gotta know who I am. I'm taking a quiz right now. Oh, you're sex taking a the Sex in the City. Which sex in the City? You're, you're, I'm almost. I'm almost to the end now. I would say what Miranda. Yeah, I, I would. S- well, I was. I was gonna say Samantha. Yeah. Mm. No. Mm. No. Too, he's too rational to be Samantha. Mm-hmm. And that's true. I'm a very rational person. I mean, Miranda. Miranda? I would say Miranda. You think Miranda? All right. Well, I'm about to choose my perfect bag, and then I'll know. (laughs) 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 I love it. All right. Here we go. It's calculating. Calculating. Uh, Recalibrating. I'm a carry. Oh, you get to be a carry. I don't know. 
everybody wants to be a Carrie. Huh. It says, he, I mean, he's a little bit of a romantic. says, he's, as Carrie, you are obviously led by your emotions. You often behave in a selfish manner, but you are a realist about the difficulties of relationship. You are romantic on an endless search for true love, and you, free, and you refuse to settle for, quote, Anything less than butterflies. And he's creative. See, You're Miranda right. is too. Miranda is too like. She's too no she's nonsense. A lawyer. Yeah, she's a lawyer. She's like oh, a businesswoman. Can't do that. Lawyer. Yeah, and Samantha is the like oversexed one. Um, uh, but she's also like a free spirit, and she like won't let anybody tie her down, which is what I love. Yeah, about she's Samantha. Like, really strong and like really mm-hmm. likes herself. I always identify. Oh, see, as now Samantha. that's why I lost out. With the really like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. really, that's how I lost out on that. I feel like I used to be a Samantha, yeah. hardcore. Yeah. yeah, I used to identify with Samantha. I was like, I'm a Samantha, banging all the time. I'm just fucking doing my life. I don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks about me. Yeah, external standards of society. Don't and then mean you get old and tired. That's the only part about the show that I don't agree with is that Samantha, by her forties, would be too tired of doing that. Right? Just wait. Don't tell me. They they age too. Those, oh, act, those, those I can't those. wait. Just watch. Mm. Well, I'm. I have to admit, I'm going to take a second Sex in the City quiz. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh oh. Because you don't believe you're a Carrie. Well, you I don't know. I just. I mean, I don't know. I understand where the Carrie comes from. Yeah. Who for Marcus? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a Carrie. I think the quiz was right. You think it's right? But I, I am scared of being a Charlotte. I'm not gonna lie. You might be a little bit of a Charlotte, but again, that's not a problem. And you can everybody. <laughs> Is it because I like Jews? <laughs> that's probably why she likes I think, Jews too. I think that Jews. Interest- she likes Jews, but oh. it's also interesting because she gets weirded out by an uncircumcised penis. Yeah. Well, she's a, that, in that I way. I would never you're be weirded out by an uncircumcised. That's why you're part Samantha, part Charlotte. You think and maybe I'm a little both. You're a little both. That's a difficult hybrid. to I be. know, I know, but that's what makes you special. Aww. See, you want to you you want like. See, romance. I would say you're part Miranda, part Samantha. Yeah, everybody always wants to tell me I'm Miranda. It's because you're political. It's also, I think, it has largely the to do with my short red hair. It's the haircut. Short reddish. It's the haircut. Hair. Yeah, and I and I. Yeah, I, and I, I don't. It's not that I don't like Miranda, but it's that I don't want other people to tell me that I'm like that you're her. A Miranda. It's like when my cousins told me I was like Lisa Simpson when I was a kid, and I was like, "That's really insulting." And now I get why they did it, but it really hurt my feelings because you're a sister. Oh, yeah, right. Because <laughs> I, there was an older brother and a younger because, sister. Exactly. But also because I at was least they politi- were telling you you were a homer. I was political and opinionated. I have been referred to as a Mo before, <laughs> so I feel like I'd rather be called a Lisa than a Mo. <laughs> So I guess <laughs> you're not a mo. Uh, you're a little bit of a mo. Take these spikes off my head, kid. They're hot. <laughs> Welcome to Mo's. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle right, Mo, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're a little bit of a mo. I'm a little mo. But I thought it was so. And now I get it. But at the time, I, as a kid, being called the Lisa, I was like, "You think that I'm like in your face, obnoxious?" Like, <clears throat> well, see, that's the thing. now says the carry. All right. Now I can actually embrace it. Now I'm like, fuck yeah, I was a Lisa. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate Lisa much more now than I did when I was a kid. Well, yeah, I think it was like a self-hating thing when I was a kid. I was like, I can't be Lisa. Everybody yeah. hates Lisa. Now I'm like, Lisa's the fucking awesome uh, character. Not, I mean, one among many. I was yes. gonna say the awesomest, but that's not possible because well, everybody is great. I'll tell you this: Play Buzz says I'm a carry. But Cosmo says, 
I'm a Miranda. Interesting. Why? Did I give you an explanation? Since you're logical and rational, you don't have time for games, and your friends really appreciate your frankness and honesty. Just be careful not to come off too cold and inflexible as you go after what you want. Your strong sense of direction is enviable, but remember, life's a journey. See, that's why I think you're a really good hybrid, because you have the emotional yeah. side of Carrie. However, you have you do have that pragmatic side of Miranda. Yeah, yeah. but this is... Every, Can't like, pin me down. I mean, you can't. Every- Everyone is a bit of a hybrid. You really are part Charlotte and part Samantha. Oh my god, and that's difficult. For you me. can take a little carry if you want to. I mean, this is why it's such a great fucking show because there's so many identifiable. Uh, it's, the characters are really Marcus, identifiable. Marcus, 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 I might actually watch it. it. I don't know. I mean, watch it's it. just kind of interesting. Watch I am it. not even like foaming at the mouth for it, but I just I, I don't know why it felt like it was my duty to watch it because I'd never seen any of it, and I just. Put it on. And, and yeah. And 20 minute b- episodes. Believe me, I am not uncritical of that show. It is not a perfect show. It might not even be a good show in some ways, but I think in some ways. It's it, entertaining. It's entertaining as fuck. And I think in some ways it actually is really good. And, and it's really interesting. And it was like the first time that any. And I, I, I know this because I was in a show with all women and men when I was in that show would tell me before Sex in the City, they had no idea. Some men, not, obviously, not. This is not universal, but men would tell me uh, before Second City, the City, I had no idea that women talked about sex or that women like had conversations like this. It really, actually, was a big because thing for men to see that on screen. The way the conversations are written are very true to life. Very, very good. Maybe like that. Their scenarios, their environments are not that true to life or, or of most people's lives. And the narration, but the way is they annoying. interacted, yes, exactly. is very spot on. To when women get together and be like, "Man, I just fucked this guy," yeah, and it was awful. That's exactly right. It's so and and and, oh. and in a very important way, it hits close to home. <laughs> that way and and it was so it was just there was just never had been anything like that on tv which is i mean i'm not gonna watch any of the movies watch i refuse to watch the movies number one aren't they in like abu dhabi that's the second one (laughs) i refuse to watch that one they're like in heels in a desert that i won't watch it's also i almost certainly racist i have not (laughs) not seen it no abu dhabi or the uae the united arab emirates yeah, over yeah. there. Mm. Over there. Over there. Say the word, say the word, over there. All I remember is the subway poster with the four of them, and there was like a fucking like pyramid or something. And a back. camel. Yeah, a camel. <laughs> They had a camel. Fucking <laughs> But this is terrible, because this is a conversation we should have been having 12 <laughs> years ago. And that's the worst part, is that watching it, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, this was in 1998. Yeah. No wonder I didn't give a fuck. I was 11 years old. Yeah. I didn't care about that shit back then. I yeah. wouldn't have understood. I got into it because the people on the on my dorm floor were watching the DVDs of it in the dorm lounge, and I was so judgmental about it first. And I was, like, I was just too busy watch watching that. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> a lot of Gilmore And girls. then you get drawn in, and you care about it forever. Man, Luke is just the best guy. Well, I'll be the judge of that once I start watching it. Well, I was talking about Gilmore Girls, and you're never going to watch Gilmore Girls, and I don't recommend you watch Gilmore Girls. I'm definitely not going to watch Gilmore Girls. Oh, they talk so fast. (laughs) All right, it's time for the list. Really? Who's on the list? list. All right. Gotta have have that list. Today, we're going back to a segment we did once before. Little known celebrity deaths this week. Interesting. Yes. First up, first up, Dieter Mobius. Oh, uh, you mean Dieter? Dieter. Dieter, Dieter Mobius. 
German Swiss experimental krautrock ambient electronic musician. Let's oh, I hear. I fell asleep while you said that. <laughs> Let's hear a little bit of Dieter's music oh, from a band he was Heil, in called Heil. Cluster. I have a friend who is, who's, gonna, who's like currently mourning his death. He listens to this type of music. Oh, I really? listen to this well, type. Well, I don't know for sure. I listen to this type of music. This is what you hear in a coffin. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything that I hear in a coffin. <laughs> you imagine just dead, just like, I am now dead. I stare at wooden box for rest of eternity. <laughs> All the worms, <laughs> they crawl in my clothes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dieter Mobius. R.I.P. Is it Moby? <laughs> Is that Moby? No, it's Mobius. Oh, Mobius. He was actually in quite a few good good bands. He uh, worked with Tangerine Dream. I you say he was in a few good men. I was like, really? Yeah, he was in a few good men. You don't remember? You don't remember that part where like Jack Nicholson is like screaming and, and like and this I and this is playing. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now you guys remember. Now you guys remember. Uh, uh, next up, Ricky Grundy. Unfortunately, died this week. He was an American gospel musician and leader of the Ricky Grundy Corral. <laughs> he had a recording in 1988 under the Sparrow Records label called Spirit Come Down. He died after what Wikipedia says is a season of health complications. Here is a bit from the Ricky Grundy Corral. I need to sign up. I like it. (laughs) How do I send over my life? Is there an auditing session I can get a part of? I must know this man. I must be a part of his following. Ew! What is this? 1988? This is 1988, yes. Oh my god, was it really? Yeah. You identified it exactly. Wow. Oh. I I like you, Ricky Grundy. Yeah. Magnify the Lord. It's a terrible name. I don't want to magnify anything. What's what's a terrible name? Grundy or Magnify the Lord? Grundy, 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 Ricky Grundy. You don't it like. Sounds like it sounds like the weird like. You know when you have so much dirt in between your thighs and your genitals that it becomes a sort of paste. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. What that word is? Oh my Grundy is chafing. Oh, I gotta scrape out my Grundy. <laughs> <laughs> Capacity for Grundy. <laughs> Someone please fetch me my scoop. Oh, my Grundy scoop. I support you, Ricky Grundy. I think that you were doing that you were magnifying the Lord. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and and last up, Dick Naninga. Okay. Oh, now we should have yeah. saved our name making fun for the oh, last this one. <laughs> This is the one. (laughs) He was a Dutch soccer player who played for the Dutch clubs BV Vindam, Roda JC, 
an MVV Maastricht. Good job, Marcus. He also, that was good. thank you. He also had a short spell with the Hong Kong soccer team Seiko. That's it, Dick Nininga. Dick Nininga. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he lives in Niverville. <laughs> that is from Roundtable, gentlemen. Uh, in the 1978 FIFA World Cup final against Argentina, he scored the equalizing goal. But unfortunately, but didn't even win the game. So no, this man is known for equalizing a game, not even fucking winning a game. It mm. was probably pretty exciting, to be fair, because when they tie it up in a in a World Cup, it oh, is yeah. quite exciting. Oh, yeah. They're always yelling. <laughs> drives me banoonies. I hate it. People watching soccer, I'm like, stop yelling. Ugh. Ugh. Like I the know players. Who's yelling? All of them. Fans. <laughs> yeah. Roar, 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 roar. My ball. <laughs> That's all I fucking hear. <laughs> no yelling, says Jack. No yelling. I like quiet. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't listen to page seven. Especially when my Grundy is at maximum capacity. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I have to drain my Grundy out. I have. A, I can't believe you have a bigger problem with Ricky Grundy than Dick Naninga. I don't know what it is. I think it's. Ugh. I think it's the und part. Und. Yeah. yeah. It makes me think of like under my pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dick Naninga. So long, Dead. Dick Naninga. R.I.P. R.I.P. Naninga. Dead from a coma at the age of 66. Oh, that's young. Everybody's searching for a hero. People need someone to look up to. I never found anyone who fulfilled my needs. A lonely place to be. And so I learned to depend on me. Anyone else? I, I decided a long ago <laughs> never to walk in anyone's shadows. Those. If I fail, if I, I succeed, succeed, if at least I live, as I believe, no matter what they take from me, they cannot take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all is happening to me. I found the greatest love of all. It's inside of me. <laughs> that goes Our- out to Tickna <laughs> All right, it's time for Blind Idol. Oh, man. Can't see him. Can't see him. You're really losing your will to live, aren't you? Yeah, what happened? It's a good song. It's a great song. It sounded beautiful. Thank you. I loved it. Thanks, guys. We should, maybe we can, you can close this out with How Will I Know. I don't know. That's a little too fast for me. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Well, think about what you want to end with. I'm in with an upbeat, though, though, you know? Okay. First up. The private jet was not just for the four-legged passenger. It also allowed this A-plus list mostly movie actor to make a detour to New York for exactly four hours and 42 minutes. He hooked up with his ex. Recently divorced. Pretty surprising divorce. Been talking about him being... Ben Affleck. Yes. And the ex... J-Lo. He swung by the Bronx. Are Whoa. you kidding me? 
yeah. Hey. Man, good for him. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. If I was divorced from Jennifer Gardner and I was ex with J-Lo, I would definitely, definitely. What is it? Did we talk about this last time? Bounce? Is it Bounce or is that him with Gwyneth Paltrow? They were in Geekly. Geely. Geely. Oh, man. Geely. Please, Lord God, don't make another Geely. No more Geely. I don't think I ever even saw that movie, and I saw all of those movies. (laughs) Huh. Geely, that's uh, Ben Affleck's character, is ordered to kidnap the psychologically challenged younger brother of a powerful federal prosecutor when plans go awry. (laughs) As As they they usually do. As they usually do. Geely's Ge- boss. You want to say Giggly so bad? Giggly. Giggly. It's G I G L I. Giggly. It looks like Giggly. It does look like Giggly. I'd rather it be Giggly. Giggly's. I'm going to just start saying Giggly. Giggly's boss sends in Ricky, Jennifer Lopez, a gorgeous, free spirited female gangster who has her own set of orders to assist with the kidnapping. But when Giggly begins falling for the decidedly unavailable <laughs> Ricky. Gangster. It could be a hazard to his occupation. Man, casting is so fucked up. They're Wait, like, so she's Italian in this. She was Italian in The Wedding Singer, too. Oh, she's also a lesbian. The, I mean, what IMDb says is the violent story about how a criminal lesbian, a tough guy hitman with a heart of gold, and a mentally challenged man Who came to be best friends through a hostage. Oh my. No wonder this movie was universally is panned. This bandits? <laughs> this movie was like the, like a, a, a flop of the decade. I think it was Lenny Venito Don't know that him. played the mentally challenged man. I'm going to have to look into this a little bit more. Maybe we should watch Giggly. Maybe we should. Should we watch Giggly? Holy shit, Al Pacino's in it. We're going to have to get, God like... damn, they must have paid all of them so much money to do this piece of garbage movie. Oof. How much do you think they paid them? So much money. Do you think they knew it was bad? Do you think Yeah. They- oh, why do you uh, not? Yeah. Do they have taste? Me? I mean, honestly, with the fucking dollar dollar signs, I wouldn't yeah. fucking care. Yeah, yeah. man. The uh, mentally challenged man was uh, played by Justin Bartha who was Riley Poole in the National Treasure film series and the main guy in the Hangover trilogy. Like, the guy like that gets married in the first one. It's like, oh, my, oh, oh no. Yeah. That guy. Oh, the nothing face one. The no- he plays <laughs> a mentally challenged man. Yes, who uh, they tell him that they're taking him to the Baywatch. I have to watch this movie oh now. I think it's, it's almost I think certainly. we have to watch it <laughs> oh now. God. It might be the worst, one of the it worst movies like, ever made. Yeah. It sounds like it employs every single worst thing you can do to an actor in one movie. Christopher Walken's in it. Of course. Well, yeah, uh, Christopher Walken's like, I'm not going to say no. No, he'll do anything. Yeah. So they want to cut. There's a thumb getting cut off. Uh, Ricky's girlfriend cuts, slits her wrists. Don't spoil no. anymore. Yeah. I, I have to <laughs> watch, watch it, it this week now. Now I have to go watch. Now I have to watch Giggly. it. And while we're there, we can watch some Sex in the City. Episodes. Where am I going to watch Giggly though? Where do they? Where do you even find that movie? Did they <laughs> bury it? Netflix was like, don't put that shit on us. I don't right? think they have it. Yeah, anywhere. we're going to have to get a bootleg. Wow. Yeah, it's got a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to have to buy the movie. Six percent? No, no, don't buy that. It's not at least rent it on Apple TV. 
Only if it will disappear in 24 hours. It will, 1,000%. Yeah, yeah, I think you might have to buy it. No, I have to see it. You can. I had no idea so many treasures were, were inside of it. Yeah. It looks- I just knew J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Yeah, I didn't know all the other potentially offensive things. Man, <laughs> it's probably the worst. I'm on Amazon, Amazon, the frequently bought together is Giggly, Angel Eyes, and Enough. Man, I forgot about Angel Eyes, but you know I love Enough. We've talked about it many times. Yes, we know that. But it is funny people going and just buying three J-Lo movies. She like- has had enough. <laughs> I don't even remember Angel Eyes. I'm going to guess she was a detective. Uh, after meeting under extraordinary life and death circumstances, a Chicago police officer yeah! <laughs> and a lost soul named Catch, yeah! played by Jim Caviezel, otherwise known oh, as Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus Christ from The Passion of the Christ. Fall in oh, love, yeah. and while uncovering the truth about Catch, she's forced to deal with the secrets of her own. Oh, her own. I J-Lo can't believe is, she was a cop in that. I can't believe I called that. She's talented as fuck, and she has just been, just done some turkeys. I wouldn't describe her as talented as fuck in the acting arena. Yeah, maybe as a musician. Unless she's Selena. But outside of that... As a musician, she's talented as, as fuck. She, she is talented as fuck. As a dancer, talented as fuck. Wedding planner, loved it. Garbage hole, though. I mean, she enough loved it. Garbage hole. I haven't seen the boy next door yet. It is on my queue. I want to watch it soon. I just can't bear to pay for it. I guess I want. I yeah. Maybe I just want all of the movies she's in to be bad, not her to be bad. But maybe that's giving J Lo. I mean, I'm sure the scripts are bad as well, right? Because obviously, yes. Jiggly, the plot is just. Unbearable, giggly. The plot is like I can't even listen to it. It's so bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. There's also a famous line in it uh, involving the words "gobble gobble." So watch out for that. In giggly. Oh, get over yourself, giggly. Gobble gobble. No. No. And they talk about turkeys. Also, Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Now I'm actually excited to see this And listen, as as happy as I am for Ben Affleck to fuck J-Lo, because that's obviously awesome for him, I kind of want to be like, J-Lo... You can do a little bit Oh, better. she could totally do better, but I think better. she's been having her fair share. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's been having her fun. That's all we got for today. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. With somebody who loves me. I'm Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> I'm Molly. That's all. I'm Marcus Parks. Bobby, we're looking at you from Earth, up in heaven. We know you in heaven. We on Earth. And baby... We believe in you. We love you. Say hi to God for us. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.